the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Approved drug, or not every, um, upwards of 80-something percent of FDA-approved drugs have had to be red-labeled at some point because they were dangerous. That's why when you hear an ad, a commercial on the TV, and it's going on and on and on with all these potential side effects, it's because they're not safe. If you want to take them, take them, Right. But it's not the government's job to protect you from getting a virus. It's not the government's job to, to protect you from getting scammed, right? I do think, I do like when, like, Summer Stefan, the DA here in San Diego, I do like when, when Summer Stefan uh, comes out and does, does reports on the TV and warns people uh, for, like, the latest scam on, uh, on seniors or, uh, or, or whatever. But, you know, th- what happened here was this, this, is, this is a lesson about big government. It's a lesson about those within big government wanting to seize upon opportunities to control our lives, therefore control the, control the outcome of elections and control every aspect of our society under the guise of protecting us. That's what's going on here. I'm going to read a couple comments here on uh, on the stream. Uh, John Longo, you are absolutely right, of course. Thank you, John. I agree that I am right most of the time, if not all the time. I remember when people used to say, he says, I disagree with what you say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Does Louis Farrakhan have a Twitter account? Didn't he call Jewish people termites? Right? I believe he's got a Twitter account. I believe the Ayatollah Khomeini, is that how you say his name? The Ayatollah Khomeini, I think he's got a Twitter account. My man Jalapeno is laughing over there at me. It's Friday night, man. Do we? Do, You're back on the air. I am back on the air? I am? Okay, fantastic. Should we give like an actual um, uh, introduction to, my, to you, my dear friend? Like it's the open of the show? Oh, uh, you can just call me the uh, the miracle worker. Uh, <laughs> you know any other adjectives to to give me and the man in the corner office, which has just earned his his pay by fixing the problem and getting us back on the air. That'd be lovely. Well, thank you. I want to say thank you. And by the way, um, you guys uh, that were watching on the stream on Streamyard and the Facebook Live and the variety of different places were saying that yeah, you couldn't hear on the radio. As I said, we were down momentarily. Um, had a technical glitch, but the crack AK team here, of which there were three here, we, were on they, it. we they were on it. We had DJ Jalapeno making it, it possible for me to still stream uh, while the terrestrial side was down. Programming director uh, Darth Vader, um, we're going to call him Darth Vader in the dark man, got us back up and running. And of course, y'all know this voice, the one and only DJ Potato Skins. Unanimous Potato. That's the rare unanimous potato. DJ Potato Skins. Definitely Friday night. It is. Is there like a little poltergeist? Who remembers that movie? Oh, I do. That's a great one. Wasn't that one of the greatest movies ever? Poltergeist. They made a Poltergeist too, and it was it was terrible. It wasn't any good. Um, I do want to read a couple more comments here. I'm not sure if you had a chance to listen to what I was rapping about. Skins. I did not. Yeah, it had to do with the the uh, the documents that Matt Taibbi revealed today about Twitter and their suppression tactics. Um, uh, one of the c- couple comments. Um, 
And then I posted the, the I asked the question as to whether or not uh, today Kanye West or Ye was permanently banned from Twitter. And I and I disagree with that decision. That's what the block button is for. You can mute people on Twitter. Don't like it. Don't you, read it. Right. I you know I, I haven't watched Fox News since the Chris Wallace debate. I'm not going to watch him. You know what? Am I it, you know it, it, am I demanding that the FCC take him down? No. Uh, if the Ayatollah if the Ayatollah Khomeini can have a Twitter account, Kanye West can't. Right. Um, one of the things you missed, and I was talking about the revelations today, Skins, uh, was that in these tactics that were used um, by Twitter, the mechanisms that were in place to have accounts taken down, uh, it involved uh, even the Trump campaign. Both parties were actually involved in petitioning to have uh, certain uh, accounts taken down. And uh, the back d- to the uniparty system. Well, you know, it, you, you can't you can't claim that you are the party of freedom and of free speech. And then want to have the right to take other people down because you don't like uh, their comments about you. That's not that's not how America works. That's not that's not the way it should work. You know, uh, Elizabeth Warren was saying the other day, no one man in a dark room. And of course, I'm not sure why she's fantasizing about Elon Musk in a dark room. Was it what he had on his nightstand that got her interest peaked on that? So anyway, no one man should be deciding what people uh, can say, you know, or and, and what. And well, I, when he owns the company, I think he can. But that doesn't just because you can doesn't mean you should. This is the, we are supposed what we need in this country more than anything. If we're going to write the if we're going to write this ship right and turn this Titanic around away from the iceberg, then what we're what we're going to it will only be because we have restored free speech in this country. I've argued with people many a day that what's the most important thing? They say, oh, Second Amendment rights. Well, uh, your First Amendment right protects the Second Amendment right, because if your First Amendment right, which is your free speech in the form of a vote doesn't count and they can take over control in this country, then they can take your guns from you. They might have a hard time doing it because there's a couple hundred million guns. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. It will be time to talk some education. And let me tell you, you know how we have the, I, I say all the time, we have the best listeners on the Andrea K Show and at The Answer San Diego. We actually got a tip, an anonymous tip today from an anonymous source about something. Speaking of anti-free speech and anti-religious freedoms, wait till you hear what this tipster told us today about what's happening in the schools. And we're going to discuss that with Bob Walters when we come back. Politics and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Before I bring in my buddy Bob Walters, um, if you're watching on the stream and you saw that I got chilly during the break and I put on um, this like steel blue hoodie, um, I know you ladies are probably really jealous seeing this. Is this not the cutest thing you have ever seen in your life? I got this yesterday at Iron Mountain Outfitters in La Mesa, and I am so in love with this. I literally wore it until about midnight last night and did not want to take it off. It is the coziest. It. I said it felt like putting butter on. It is the most amazing hoodie jacket I've ever had in my entire life. I'm absolutely obsessed. I'm obsessed with the entire 
entire store at Iron Mountain Outfitters. They have everything from anything that you would need to get that has to do for outdoor wear. If you've got a sporting enthusiast in the family, like all in my family, they've got everything that is so trendy right now, even if you're not in it, don't need this kind of attire for work. Um, everything from plaids and flannels and shackets, um, just the most amazing gear. If you have not finished your shopping list for Christmas, I beg of you, urge you to go to La Mesa, go to Iron Mountain Outfitters. The first thing you're going to see is my new boyfriend, Dapper Dan. He's a pointer and he's going to greet you at the door and give you all the love you need. And then PJ is going to take you around and you can just explore the most amazing uh, clothing, gifts, knives made here in San Diego County. Just absolutely amazing. So head out to La Mesa. Go to Iron Mountain Outfitters. You will not leave it. And by the way, the quality in this stuff is, is unlike anything I've ever seen. And for ridiculously reasonable prices, you are not going to find anything like this of quality anywhere on the internet. Shop local. Brick and mortar is the way to go, in my opinion, especially Iron Mountain Outfitters. PJ Girl. This is the yummiest jacket I've ever had on in my life. Speaking of yummy, um, that brings me to my buddy Bob Walters. He's probably he's probably never been called yummy before. <laughs> um, but he is yummy in the sense that he's a dear friend of mine, and he works really hard to save this country and to save the kids. And he joins me now like he does every Friday. Hello, my dear. Hello, good to be here. Okay, so Bob, um, we've got lots to cover with you, and and now we've got to add another another topic that came to me via a listener, an anonymous listener, thank you, Tipster, who wrote into us, Bob Walters, and actually shared a memorandum that came um, via a Tipster anonymous from the San Diego Union High School District. And basically, it, it, the uh, subject matter is how to appropriately acknowledge the December holidays. And I know you, Bob Walters, with all you know and all the reporting you've done on the schools across this country, I bet you can just guess that how they think it's appropriate to acknowledge the December holidays is to demand and that uh, anything that um, remove... Um, remain free from any activities that could involve religion. Um, they can't have any decorations up that are related to Christmas. Um, there can't be, in fact, they can't. They can't even have a Santa in the schools, Bob Walters. Well, I, I'm not surprised because that is one of the goals of the liberal left wing, trying to indoctrinate and ruin our kids. Get rid of religion. Get rid of Christianity. Get rid of parents. And the family. Well, yeah, and one of the well, one of the things that I find so ridiculous, and I know you will too, is that they say in this letter. Oh, I know that many of you are faced with questions about how to appropriately acknowledge the upcoming December holidays. Bob Walters, is December twenty fifth not a national holiday? I believe it is. So, if our government recognizes Christmas as a federal national holiday, you tell me how a, a public school in a state is not allowed to acknowledge Christmas and is telling teachers that they're not allowed to acknowledge what what these holidays, these are not December holidays, these are Christmas holidays, right? Yeah. And how about, how about the hundreds of school districts that now allow satanic clubs to be formed on the campuses to preach the devil? <laughs> right. Is that not a religion? It is. It's the opposite of Christianity. 
Right. And they also say in this letter, and if you're a school teacher here and you want to call in anonymously and you've got something you want, we would love to hear from you. This is just one part of San Diego County. This is San Diego Union High School District. But if you're in San Diego Unified, any other school area, if have you received something like this, give us a call 888-344-1170. If you, if you disagree with me and Bob and you think that this is a- appropriate and you feel and you agree, as this letter says, that this is an effort to help teachers comply with the U.S. Constitution, then you let us know. Because, Bob Walters, I don't see anything in my U.S. Constitution that protects my freedom of speech, and as well as teachers, protects every citizen's freedom of speech and freedom of religious expression. That's what I see in my U.S. Constitution, Bob Walters, not this. You're absolutely right. Yep. Well, tonight I've got a number of topics, too, that uh, deals with what parents are doing when they rise up and take action, which is, I'm going to get into a little more detail at the end of this, but... Good news stems from things like this. Armed with a new Iowa law aimed at giving families more control over what their children are learning, more than 130 townspeople signed a petition seeking to have Van Meter School District remove lessons that promote liberal agenda. They noted in math classes, kids have to read a book about homosexual couple in San Francisco. Well, (gasps) where's the connection there? Yeah, it's just... (laughs) Math is sex, is uh, racist, remember? Yeah. They also see social and emotional learning. Ninety people attended the board meeting. Some in the environment uh, defended the present program, saying they help kids get a nurturing environment where all students feel included. But the parents, the majority, said they totally disagree with that. Notice has been made yet, but I think it's coming soon. Then you've um, (laughs) you've got a sweeping... Parental rights victories in the recent elections, again, showing what parents can do if they stand up. Uh, School boards shows the impacts parents can have on their kids' education. Moms for Liberty, which is a good good group that's rostered in my book, endorsed 270 candidates and won more than half of them, including those in blue states. That's a good step in the right direction. A lot more to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because in fact, it was Moms for Liberty. A lot of people are so, and I get it, people are really disappointed with the red wave and think that it didn't happen. But there was a red wave, in a sense, in these midterm elections. A lot of people don't know that I think you said it was 170 school boards, 170 school boards were flipped from Democrat to Republican in these midterms. They want you to think that there was no success out there, but there was. And, and, if, yeah. and if you've been paying attention to what Bob Walters and I and others have been saying, uh, that the battle for the future of this country is through the minds of the children and the battle front uh, is in the schools, that is a major victory. That is a major victory for 170. So it's really important for people to understand. And how did that happen? It, it, the people like regular, regular parents, regular teachers that got together and called themselves Mom for Liberty and other uh, parents decided to get active. They decided to do something instead of just sitting around and complaining. And that's what Chapter 13 in your book is all about, right? Correct. And that's, in fact, that lists all of 35 organizations and that could be joined by the, your listeners if they want to get active. And in fact, if you if they don't have a chance to buy the book on Amazon, education or indoctrination, uh, I'd be happy to send an email back to anybody who inquires and asks for the list of the 35 organizations that are fighting what's going on and that you might want to join. And I'll, you can get that by just writing Robert Joseph Walters at gmail.com. Okay. 
Okay, then we've got resistances rising against the Trevor Space chat rooms. I never heard of Trevor Space chat rooms. I haven't either. Hang on a second. Skins, have you heard of Trevor Chase chat rooms? I didn't even know chat rooms were still around anymore. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, apparently there are. Okay. This is up in Central Valley of California. They have 46 of them. This chat room focuses on sexualized environment, sexual positions, and photographic, pornographic imagery for children from five years and older. <gasps> police, police, found, police found nothing illegal, but parent opposition is growing. They say this space puts youths who are at risk, even at more risk, and does nothing to offer kids who've started transition and want to return to the original sex. Mm. It's totally disparate and wrong, and Moms for Liberty has led the attack on this battle as well. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're they're absolutely amazing. If if you haven't heard of Moms of Liberty before, you got to Google them and, and support them and see if they've got a chapter in your area, because I think they've actually started up some chapters. Um, so, you know, that's one way to get involved. So... And Bob mentions them in Chapter 13 in his book. And by the way, if you're watching on the stream, on camera, this is the book. It's in doctor, ed, Education or Indoctrination. We will lose America if we don't act now. Robert J. Walters. And that's absolutely true. All right, carry on. Okay. In college crazies, we've got something weird going on. Mm. Florida medical schools implemented indoctrinating CRT and academics along with other progressive initiatives. This is very surprising for Florida since its recent history under Governor DeSantis. This includes a portal on the admissions website that directs prospective students to anti-racism training, which they have to pass before they can become an applicant for the medical school. So they have to they have to complete this before they even apply? Yes. <laughs> wow. That's well, crazy. This is that critical race theory, and it's another area I mentioned briefly before the break. Critical race theory programs are now mandatory for 58 of the top 100 medical schools. At this, the University of Alabama, the faculty recruitment must be intentional and inclusive, and at least half the hiring should be diverse, meaning black. Uh, Uh, You know, if you want to say that, that, you know, um, shoe stores or whatever, retail outlets or Disneyland or whatever should have to hire a certain number, you know, this category, that category. Medicine and law are one of the two careers where you cannot take shorts. It must remain merit-based only. I heard the other day, Bob, we haven't talked about it. You might have mentioned this before, I'm not sure, that now they want to get rid of the LSAT, the, which is the, the MCAT is the, the big test that, that uh, people take in order to be able to show that they are smart enough to be able to go into med school. And the LSAT is the test that people take to show whether or not they've got the analytical abilities to go to law school, right? And they want to get rid of the LSAT. Yeah, they don't want any of this testing going on. They don't want any distinction between people, which means they'll all graduate stupid. Well, yeah, the function right. They'll owe a hundred thousand. They'll 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 owe a hundred thousand dollars in debt, but they won't have an um, an effective education that allows them to succeed well, in society. Well, not only that, but I mean, as a patient, I I I I will never go to a doctor from anybody that is graduated from med school from here on out. It's going to have to be somebody that went to med school beforehand, and I'm never going to hire an attorney from this point forward from anybody who graduates four <laughs> years from now. It ain't happening, right? It ain't happening. I, I, I just won't. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. More with Bob Walters. I have to mention this shocking thing that I just looked up and saw because 
I know, Bob, you're going to take a cruise soon. A cruise ship passenger was stranded in the Gulf for more than 15 and a half hours and was rescued. <gasps> That's a great story. I love hearing that. That's wonderful. All right, Bob Walters, you stick around, and you listeners better, too, as well. We got more Andrew K. Show on the other side of the break. Don't go away. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. I keep getting emails about the tech issues we had initially. Yeah, that was uncontrollable. It was a power outage. And uh, we thank you for hanging in there with us. And I thank Bob Walters for hanging in. Fortunately, we got the power back on in time to be able to have him with us tonight because it was getting a little close. So continue, Bob Walters, with uh, what you have for us tonight. Yeah. uh, New York Times, it was reported that a professor was fired for being too tough on students. 82 (laughs) students complained that organic chemistry class that he taught was too hard and his grading too harsh. To his defense, he posted that 60% of his students got A's or B's and only 19% failed. He said they simply didn't study hard enough. And a recent survey of 1,000 students found that 87% thought that at least one class was too difficult, but admitted they only did up to a maximum of five hours a week in study. Five hours that's, a week is all they had to study? Yeah, that's, that's how bad it is. Versus the average time that kids spend on their cell phone, uh, 10 to 15 hours a week. So there you go. This was college. They aren't doing very well. What was This was college, right? This is college. Wow. Only five hours a week? Because, I mean, in, yeah. my, in my day, if you carried, 12, you know, 18 hours was a heavy, heavy load because, yeah. you know, each class yeah. had so much homework. I mean, when I was taking QBA, quantitative business analysis, I had hours a day just in one class. Five hours a week? I mean, that's, <laughs> not, that's not even a class. I want to know. Wow. That, and, but, and, but organic chemistry is supposed to be hard, right? It is. It's a hard, hard subject. And they make good money if they get out and they perform uh, w- with skill. But if right. they don't have any skill, they can't find a job. Well, that's, that's the case anyway, for anything. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something closer to home right here in San Diego. Okay. There's a professor called Purity. It's a woman who said that she is now in charge of a class in social media. And it's, any students in her class will automatically get an A, all of them. No exception. There'll be no test given, no homework. <laughs> they just have a discussion around a table each day, and they'd be allowed a certain amount of takeoff time if they're sick or got things to do. No penalty. Wow. This is the University wow. of California in San Diego. This is UCSD. That's right by us, yeah. Skins. That's where I used to work and help train the med schools. Man. Wow. So, and that school ain't cheap, by the way. I want to call Dr. Purity is his name or her name. You know what? We and, should invite her on the show, Skins. We might have to invite her on, and she might have to join the little powwow with me and Bob Walters. <laughs> Dr. Purity. You know what? Yeah. We seriously, though, Bob, we probably should bring on uh, one of these professors and make them explain themselves, because this is absolutely outrageous. That was such an amazing institution when I helped train the med stu- students there. I have friends of mine that graduated from there. It's uh, a, It was supposedly a top school for science and te- STEM kind of classes. It's not a liberal arts place, right? And to think that no. now it's been it allowed itself to be taken over by somebody, everybody's going to get an A, uh, it's, it's just... And, and no test. And no, no test? test no homework. No, no homework and no test. 
You know, I, I had stricter, I had tougher grading when I took ballet my freshman year at LSU. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, do you have anything in your, in your book that's related to this new thing of, of in schools to where, you know, nobody has to, to be tested and we've relaxed the standards? Well, it's, it's part of my book is that dealing with uh, the start of the decline, chapter three, mm-hmm. start of the decline. It talks about this whole drift away from proficiency in school where you could, you don't need to have a test to get out of high school anymore. You don't need a test to get into college anymore. And obviously you don't need to pass any test to get a good grade in college classes. It's wrong. It's totally in the name of equity. They're making everybody equally stupid when yes. they get out of school. Yeah, which ends up making them equally dependent on the government, which is really what the end game is. I agree. Two minutes that left, Bob. Two minutes left. Okay. Planned Parenthood pushes puberty blockers in its new ad program. They spent $26 million on it. They just started it two weeks ago. And pushing puberty blockers for kids to consider getting. Plus, Bill Travener, who is... Uh, director of Planned Parenthood Center in New Jersey uh, has said now that all sexual beings from birth to death are sexual. <gasps> and that they need to have, <laughs> yeah, they need, they should be given shocking pornographic material for military kids as well. And that they, the whole concept that the children of a certain age should be taught about pornography and sex education. And he's maintained that until at least February of this year. Uh, he 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 believes that even pornography should be starting in class five, age five, and go all the way through school, and that such interest in sexuality is good. He's, Erotica is useful, whatever the hell that means. Well, what <laughs> what's going on here, and we, studies have shown, did you know, and then we're going to probably be out of time here, that the average age, I heard recently, a couple years ago, actually, Miles McPherson at the Rock Church talked about uh, some stats related to pornography and what over-sexualizing young men does, and this is in the teen years, that uh, the average age of somebody taking, of, of men taking Viagra today is, 20, is in their 20s. I don't remember the exact number. It's like 24, 25, because yeah. overexposure to pornography and over-sexualizing the brain has, has, has changed uh, sexual functionality, and men now can't even function in a normal sexual relationship. It destroys the brain, right? And, and they know that. And so they, now they're going younger and younger and younger, because it's ultimately it's about sexualizing children. It's ultimately about normalizing pedophilia. It's also about the destruction of our culture in this country destroying the family and you can read all about everything that all these different topics in bob's book education or indoctrination you can see it right here this should be in a stocking of every one of your families this christmas get it on amazon bob walters thank you for being here you're welcome see you next week Um, okay bye hun hour two on its way Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.